0: Page, uh, page So we started to learn now the Indian of Hashgarha Prathis and how to work on on living with Hashgar Pratis. We have to after talking first about that there's and then that not only is there a but he's but he's right here with me everywhere I go in my life. So now we're talking about the Indian of Hashgar Prattis and how to work on Hashgarha Pratis. Uh, all of the time Now this is a very big insight What he explains here is It's really what I was talking about last week Is not the, the, the way for us to The way for us to Grow in our belief in Is not through the spectacular events Remember we were talking about this last week Not through the not through the uh, super duper deluxe hashgraffer practice things where you know the the guy fell off the train and he was swept off, you know, up a cloud came and picked him up and then everybody's in his pole. But that's not that's not how that's not called an Avaida as I was explaining the difference between his iris and Vinyan It's his iris, you know, you hear something givalic, oh, and you get excited, but that doesn't make you into a better juna It doesn't really change your life. We're learning the Alvaida of Hashgrapha Practice. <laughs> Right. So every practice right. People people it's not just a headline, not just some big news, but it means practice exactly, practice. So on the bottom of the bottom of the kana nakud And that's why he says we have to emphasize something very important. The He says such an important sorry. It's interesting you don't see this in this farm what he says here. He says, when you're beginning to work on this and the nashgachah protest, that the B'nai is in everything in your life involved, He says, don't, He says, don't focus and stop and, and try to work on this, Davke, when it comes to Matsavim Shabbaiyos utirdos, where there's a special problem, a special tirde, a special problem. Listen to what he says, Ludukma, for instance. Odom nimse and you'll see this exactly what we do. Our whole avoidance is Davke with these things where he says, don't, don't, don't. At that time, don't worry about it. He says, Ludukma, for instance. Other Nimsabayas, he's sitting in the house, Suddenly there's a suddenly you hear a very loud noise. A loud noise. Something something uh, something smashed, something broke. he turns around. He turns around and he sees that an expensive item, whatever, a crystal or vase, something expensive, fell down and broke. So Tev adam shuhum Now the Tev of a person is that when that happens, he gets excited, kares. He even gets angry. Maybe uh, how come? How come? The the my wife left it or the uh, someone left it on the edge of the table and then there came a little bit of a window. or somebody walked in and it knocked it up. He gets angry, and Allah has it hurts him, it's an expensive item and it hurts him. he says, a person who lives with true amuna, the stronger, the stronger and the more stable his amuna is. Obviously. In proportion to how strong and stable his zimun is, to that degree is his anger. Is his anger smaller? His anger is less and weaker when those kind of things happen in life. The thing that fell off, or the kid left it. The kid left it over here. And now it broke. Whatever happened. So, to the stronger the person's zimunah on the bottom of kufay, the stronger the person's zimunah, the less upsetting. And the weaker is the reaction to these kinds of maizam that happen Why? So obviously He understands that the one who broke that thing It's not his kid And it's not the fault of the wind That he's screaming about the wind That he's angry that there's a wind Whatever reason the barishlum wanted that that item broken. Now that doesn't, if your kid was negligent, that doesn't mean you shouldn't tell your child to be careful where he puts things. That's as far as your chinach and how he grows up. But in terms of why you now have the mitzvahs of a broken vase. Uh, something expensive, whatever this fellow. A person whose who amun is strong and is clear knows that it's not that mitzvah of having, you once had this this uh, $500 item and now you don't have it, that mitzvah is what Barnish doing. Omnam, However, everybody knows that that moment when it's push, and you turn around and you see that thing lying on the floor. It's very, very hard. I always said many times in Shul over the years, I remember this mice when we, in Farakaway when we lived in Farakaway we had this sliding door and it had the backyard and had a big screen. And the screen over the, over the years, screen, you know, the, the children, everything, was, it, bro- it tore, it broke, whatever, so we had to replace it. It took us like two months to get this guy to come down and to do it, whatever. And the day that it was done, I came back from Shul. I see my son, there's a little boy in Ausa Zehut. I see him with a scissor. <laughs> cutting the whole thing. <laughs> making like you know, designs lines. Nice. Yeah, cutting the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah. So so my reaction to that was now I look at this, and he's just having a good time. He didn't even hear me. So uh I called of course I called my wife. That's the whenever there's a some emergency. <laughs> so I call my wife and say I said, you have to come here and see what your kid is doing <laughs> it's, never, it's only when he does nice things And it's my kid, right it's, You have to see what he is doing So she comes in And I'm like control myself not to scream She comes in and she starts to live. So now have to Now they're both going to be in trouble you know, He's in trouble for the mice so She's for the dipper So I, I said, what's well, so funny So she said, it's funny That that uh, what she's doing It's funny I said, "That's why is that funny? That's you know, that's 150 dollars. That it's not funny." So she said that to him. It's to him. It's just uh, it's like a, if you see a, a child sees a a blank canvas or a coloring that you know, or blackboard. A oh, wow. So you see a oh, wall. Anything. It's just an opportunity to do what they used to doing, having fun. That's that's just his way of having fun. Now, Beshas said, So you know, since I I didn't react right away, and I called myself. So then I heard what she was saying. But in the end, we we realized that it was what are you going to do and it's one of those things that happen in life when you live with them it, even if you live with Emunah and you try but the Shas maisa, the second that it happens he says it's Kasha Ma'ay it's very very hard it's kasha. even though you're a Ma'am even though you personally believe in the Ba'ayi and you believe in Heshachah but the Shas maisa, how come they left the scissor out and why is the kid, and how come no one's watching him and and how come the door was left open you know there, there are a million things how come, how come, how come he says he says, You see our problem's like this. Since mostly our Avite and Pratis or the big articles on how the guy fell off the fell off the mountain and he landed on the ledge and he had such a Hatzala and everybody goes, Wow, wow, that's so beautiful. I guess God really is watching over the world. That's our, our whole training to believe in Hashgachah Pratis is with special effects, right? And special big stories. So he says that it's not our that we work on Hashgachah Pratis throughout the course of our day. We don't work on it. we do not davening and not that during the time of our learning and during when we're walking in the street. It's not our so since it's not Navaida, what happens is, since we're not living with a Hagosh Hapshutah, look carefully at the words, if you're not a person that has been working for a long time to the point that you have a Hagosh Hapshutah, everybody is impressed with some spectacular sign of God. But if you're not working to live constantly with a Hagosh Hapshutah, a positive feeling, that a Shemuel Baruch is finally gets a call, he's run every single thing from him. The shoot them, not big things, small things. Shalom Kolm nekud And those things, not when the thing breaks, not when something bad happens, not I veered off the highway in Baruch Hashem, you know, I, I didn't smash into that truck that was passing and I'm okay. Then, you, then, when, those, then when things happen in life that, are, that where there's any hisnagdis, to your emuna, if you're not a person that works on your emuna all the time, then when there's going to be something that's misnagged to your weak emuna, then you're going to lose it. You'll get angry. He says see there's no Hisnagdus, like you were learning last week when you a guy sitting at the bus stop and he sees a cat and he, and, he's, and he sees a cat walking by he says what's this doing over here so Mr Shalom brought it here on the wheels of the bus that are turning everything everything it's only Hashem so there's no Hisnagdus that's saying no the cat is not from God Or, no it's not the Shalom is turning the wheel of the bus so so when when you're you're not confronted. You're not challenged. It's very they're positive things. They're positive things that the Baruch wants this cup of water over here, and that if he wouldn't want it, it wouldn't be able to stand it. There's no snogness to that. No one, no one spilled over the water. When someone spills over the water, knocks in and goes all over my hat, and goes all over the machines and this farm. So then, so then, why aren't you being more careful? So then, the person could say. Didn't you just say that we believe in that this cup of water is only here because of God? So yeah. So how come now when it moved this way and it's all over everything, how come that's not also God? Right? So Terry says, because now there's a Hisnagdis to what you want. What's the, what, what did you want? You want to have a dry hat and dry swarm. And now there's a snagis. When the water was standing, it was just a nice thing, and it was a double poset, so that a person works on that amuna and he works on it, and there's no misnagid to that amuna because the, the cup is standing and everything is good, so there's no misnagid. Somebody knocks the cup over. Now, if it's a person that's on the Avid Hashem and worked on the inid of, of what Avos even that second that it happens, he's okay. He says, the same God who made the water stand made the water fall. And he's okay. But if you're only a person who deals with amazing situations like that the water turned over, uh, can you believe it? It just stopped right there. like They'll write it up in the next, you know, Hamodiyah, Yate. Stopped right before that. Isn't that Givaldi? Well, or I bought this new tape recorder. They bought, And it stopped just a, a centimeter. That's what they'll write up in the paper, right? Just before the tape recorder. And everybody says, Hoyt Shemin falls on their faces that there's a God in heaven so you understand the chilek. so if you're living w- with that if your whole has got protest is, uh, is for special effects so then when the water reaches the taper court and messes up the hat and ruins the safer, it's not good so then you get angry you get angry because it's misnagid, You're very because f- something happened that contradicts your very feeble amun. your feeble has got protest is that God is always like somehow does these things like in the newspapers that he rescues you from the falling water or the falling building or from God forbid, from something happening. That's the God that you that you talk about. That's the Ashkenazi practice that you live with. So then, Maisa, when something is misnagged to that, it doesn't go the way that that, that you wanted. it to God that should be written up in the paper. Then you get angry. So you're sitting at home, and and the, the kid knocks. The kid's uh, running, and he knocks over something. That thing costs a thousand dollars. What are you doing? What's the matter with you? So the kid says at the Shabbos table, you were giving Daddy a half hour Everything in the world is a protest. Everything that happened when we asked you what about the soldiers that died in HSL, you said every single person that died is Ashgaratis, his name was on that bullet. Didn't you say that, Daddy? So the father says yes. So you should know that the thing that I knocked over on the floor, that, that was written in the Bern book, you wouldn't have that anymore. Now that's a chutzpah, you say that. That's true. You can be more patched and say, it, but be more careful anyway, right? Because you, have to, you don't run and, and not, without looking. But say that. But the kid's right. The kid's 100% right. And you gave the Joshua Shabbos at the table about how every single soldier is hashgach her protest. <coughs> and now the kid tells you, well, you're, broken, you're a broken thing on the floor. It's hashgach her protest. I mean, so in other words, that you, could, you could go and tell a, a Jewish mother that the death of her son in Lebanon, that's hashgach her protest. But you can't deal without getting all upset and worked up over over you know me knocking over your vases, you the crystal or, or the candles that got bent or something. That you can't you can't uh, tighten up hashgachah pratis. You can only you can only touch up hashgachah pratis to tell to tell that a Jewish mother that a kid died. Then it's hashgachah pratis. Then it's hashgachah pratis. But for your vase breaking, it's not hashgachah pratis. So Teres is that's what he's explaining. He says that. If it, he says that. Yeah. Sorry, what's, what's the greater avoda? When there is his, his or when there's no. The, the, the harder avoda is when there's a hisnagdas. That's why he's saying you don't begin your avoda in this area of belief, when there's a hisnagdas the only way you could succeed, it's hard when it says good. the only way you could be successful when it says good is when you're a person that works on day to day to day to day with the cup standing and the cat and the bus stop that's what he explains, look inside he says Let's read this again. the If we don't work on belief in Hoshkocha Pratis from moment to moment with all the simple things in life, when there's no, when nothing happens, when everything's okay, when everything is just the way it's supposed to be, and, we, and we're working in Pratis and thinking about it by the bus stop, and thinking about it when everybody's okay and walking into the house and looking and thanking the Barishal that, that the children are okay and that who made this happen today and who made this deal for me and so on. All of those things. He says, If you're not a person that's working on Hashgachah on all of the time, every minute, then when it's going to come to a point where there's something where there's a Hisnagdus, the expensive thing broke, or everything got ruined with the water or something, When there's something... Bad happens. There's a very strong Yitzhar. And usually, when something happens that wasn't expected, the shikla your ability to weigh the situation carefully and to think about it properly disappears. The the anger that you have is so strong, the, the anger inside of you is so strong that it doesn't it doesn't allow you the moment to have an opportunity to be misbinding all that we learned until now is to be misbinding. That it's Shlulam, that the my ishlom wanted me to have a broken vase. Because the caste is so strong, the anger is so strong, especially if it's someone that left it or whatever, the anger is so strong. He says, <laughs> Don't work on don't wait for unusual, difficult situations in order for you to strengthen your belief in Ashgar Pratis. Not that's what we were saying last week, not in the good things where there's some magnificent spectacular thing that, that, that was good. And then you and then which everybody does and then looks at the articles and everybody's look how kind Hashem is, that he that he, he rescued me from this you know, situation. That's not the Ikravaida when it comes to Ashkha Prathis and good things. No, of course you should take Hashem. And the Ikha and Ashkakha is also not what? Is not Dafka when something bad happens. And now I'm going to try to work on work on this that I shouldn't get angry, I shouldn't get upset. That's not the Ikharvaida. Because in the beginning of your in the beginning of your avayda, you're gonna get angry. You'll get angry. So what's the Avaidah? So he says, L'Chain, ein Ikka This is a very beginning when it comes to kas, you'll see. When it comes to getting angry. L'Chain, Eyn Ikka Avaidah When you're beginning to work on a practice, don't begin your Avaidah and don't focus on your Avaidah how to strengthen my belief that God is good even though something horrible has just happened. That will come in Mitzhashem eventually, that belief. But that's not how you work on it. That's not the ikar Avaidah. Why? Because for amateurs, for, for beginners, when, when something unusual happens, he says, it's, something unusual happens, at that moment that it happens, it's very, very, for a beginner, it's very hard. You know, my kid knocked over the vase. he get angry that your kid did it. It's very hard. Especially, you're losing money. Something is expensive, and you're losing you're losing money. You, so you get you get upset. When do you have to focus? When do you have to work on this? Then you'll be able to deal with anger. Then you'll be able to deal with unusual situations. But the that but the binyan. How do you build up in yourself? How do you build up in yourself a resistance and strength to deal with no matter what happens to your life? That's only he says if by the nakudas Pshutas, when you're just walking in the street, when you're sitting in your chair, when you're a person that lives with the bani shalom, when you get. Used to a life with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that every minute of your life Yesh and the Barilam is here in the room, and nothing can happen, not big or small, without the Barilam, and you work on that with the kudus everyday things, and you live with the Shalom So then, at that time, when you know when you when you give the you, you know when you give the kid to your car and, the, and the, uh, you give the, the the car to your kid, and the car is a week old, and uh, you get a phone call. This happened to me on many occasions. You get a phone call. Uh, Daddy, everybody okay? So everybody's fine. Baruch Hashem, everybody's healthy. So I already know so I said Baruch Hashem, everybody's healthy. What what happened? Uh, you know, where Central Avenue, is the corner of uh, you know this. this you know, are you okay? Okay. So then the cars, you know, the car's a week old. they was so nice, shining. So that that at that moment, you know, only those who have children who are driving or themselves, you know. Uh, aware of what that means That that phone call Thank God that everybody should just be okay <clears throat> So It's very very hard If you don't live with the Baruch Shalom When you get into your car like we were learning before You get into your car And, you, and, you, and it's Ashgore protest that, that, that I have a car And to sit in a car And that I turn this thing and it goes on If you're a person that just says of course it goes on It's a new car why shouldn't it go on Oh, but if it doesn't go on Then you start kicking and screaming and banging So I'm going to get that person I bought it from a gun of a gazna, a shotgun, right? So if you live with the Burjah every minute So then when it comes, God forbid To a difficult situation, an accident And even Chas Hashom, Chas Shom Where it's not just a car, God forbid Then a person, the one, if you live with the Burjah every second Then you'll continue to live with him you continue to live with them when it's something like that, where there's a lot of money laws. about for it even worse. Then you continue to live with them. But if the only time that you want to have a shaykes to Hashem is what is when it's like some either some fantastic gevul sign of have brought this, or if it's a negative thing, or something. You try to mechazik yourself on something terrible. I Remember, I had this. I, I, there was this. There was this um, student of mine years ago. That he had this older brother. That was the older brother was a kaifer. Was a big kaifer. Like he, he was an atheist. He, you know everything he made fun of. And the younger brother was trying to become from and The older brother was always making fun of him. And then they had their, their father. The father was uh, the, the father was killed in a strange way. He was a diamond merchant, and he was killed. Somebody killed. So I went to the and I got there. So I sit down, and the and the older brother is like totally The older brother is totally They were both very close to the father. The older brother is And he and he, he he asks me, he says, Could you explain to me, Rabbi, how could we be certain that there's an Ilam Haba, That there's an the next world? How could we be certain that there's an Haba? So I said I said to him, Haba, according to everything you ever told your brother over the last three years, there's no God at all. And if there's no God, why would there be an Ilum Haba? Eul haba is a, uh, a concept that doesn't exist in a godless world So he says uh, Look, I need to know that there's no Eul haba." So, oh. so in other words, your father passed away Hashem Yerachem And now you need to have an Eul haba for him to stay in. But for your brother, for three years, you're torturing him That he wants to keep Shabbos, he wants to keep Mitzvahs So the is That now That now that I have something which is challenging me in such a way That I'm going to go out of my kingdom I'm going to lose my mind If I think that my father's, If, if there's nothing if there's, if He was just you know, shot in the head And then he's left for dead And there's no Alam Haba And my, I'm done with my father And I can never, he's never there He doesn't know, he doesn't hear So now I have to come up with some belief That there's a God, right? Now I have to come up with something That there's no Alam Haba Until now, it was much better saying That there's no Alam Haba But now I have to have an Alam Haba So now I want to believe so that's not so precious, you know, for all of a sudden to turn that on, to press a button, amunah. To believe in Al-Mahab is a good thing. But it's not like a button. But now that he needs to believe in, in, in Al-Mahab, why? Because his father Nebuch was killed. So now he needs to believe in Al-Mahab. So he says, give me a quick fix. Al-Mahab, fast, fast, fast. I need Al-Mahab. I believe in Al-Mahab. So in a different Madrega, so here we're all maminim. So when it comes to something that happens, God forbid, that's not good. So then we get very, very chalilo, depressed, or we lose it, or when it's something in which we personally loses a lot of money, so then he gets very angry. So that moment we're saying, I need, I need emunah help me with my emunah shkachaprot. The Torah is it's very hard to just press a button and turn that on. It's very hard. All of a sudden the Baruch is supposed to pop into your life. So he's saying. Only a person whose arvaidah is Every day, every minute of the day With his brain and his thinking The way that we're talking and living with the brain shalom And talking to him, as we'll see in a minute To him and about him And with, being with him So then, the same person who for years and years Is working on this makuda So then, then, if something, if he loses a lot of money Or oh God forbid, even worse he, he's, he's, he's in that relationship with Hashem He's in a place of ashgach of practice. He doesn't have to try to summon it up from somewhere to bring it into his life From outside of his life Because that's a very hard thing to do To bring it from outside, inside It's very, very hard to do So he says In the middle of Kuf When a person moves his hand When a person moves his hand there's no problem. For, there's no snag. There's, there's no opposition or challenge to a person believing that, oh, how am I able to move my hand? Hashem gives me the strength to move my hand. We're all okay with that. Nobody's nobody's has nobody has a problem with that. It's not, it's only because of Hashem that I'm able to move my hand, right? <inaudible> Why? There's no there's no other things going on. I'm not losing any money. I'm not losing any money. Now, if, if somebody takes this thing, this paper recorder, and for whatever reason is annoyed with me for something, he takes this tape recorder and he throws it against the wall, so I'm going to take the tape recorder and he throws it against the wall and he breaks it. So then I have to say, okay, that hand could not have done that without the barishal. But now there's a hisnagdus. You know what hisnagdus is? Whatever it is, like a hundred bucks, it's hisnagdus. If it's a $500 this, then I get angry. It's all, you know, if it's a $1,000 Hesnagdus, I give him a batch, Right? It all depends. But just to say, on a nice day, I can't move my hand without Hashem. There's no Hesnagdus. Everybody says, that's nice, that's true. And you feel good. You're a religious person, and you, your hand doesn't move without Hashem. So he says, There's nothing else going on. You're not losing any money by saying, God moves my hand. Daigus, it doesn't make no daigus, there's no worries, God moves my hand, it's fine. <laughs> he says, but those areas where there's no isnagdus, not to how I cannot not get angry when this thing, when the guy takes this thing in his hand and smashes it. If I start working on it, then it's not going to work As well I'm just going to get angry and scream because I'm not, I'm not living with the barn shalom. So Dafti says, you have to live on those simple days that every movement of the hand, every movement, and to, and to drill it in in, 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 that a hand can't move without the barn shalom, and to think about it on a regular day, not to wait till something comes up that's different, where somebody uses his hand to hurt me or something, but to think with, to live with that Amunah. And he says, for a long time you live with that God, Then the next paragraph <laughs> Then if one day out of If the thousandth day you're working on this in That the hand can't move without Hashem A thousand days And then what? And then the hand comes Then the hand comes and breaks something Now I'm already living with this emuna, And I'm working on it, I'm repeating it, I'm davening for this To have this emuna. A thousand days so now when that one day comes Where well the guy next to me Uses his hand in such a way that it, that it causes me a loss of money Now what happens to a person Is that a normal person This is totally crazy An old person The first minute He gets very angry Right? then the moment passes when he's angry of course you know, this happens to all of us he get angry, he yelled at somebody, whatever, and then a couple of minutes pass if it's a person that's a it could take uh, you know, longer but usually a minute or two passes and you realize you calm calmed down and yesh so about says, why, because now you can think about it a little bit now you can think about it so now you can think a little bit, you know you're right, you know, children are having fun, so the kid broke down now you can think about it like a normal person but the kid's not some kind of rusher. They were kind of rushes, the kid's four years old, He should know already He can't do this Now you're ready A couple minutes have passed And you're able to think about it Now He's able Now that he calmed down Usually the first minute you get angry And you say something you shouldn't say You get angry, whatever And then you calm down a little bit And you're able to think And what do you think? You think to yourself Well, this is what happened to me today I lost money in my seichel, I know In my seichel, my brain tells me I know That who caused this loss of money Who wanted me not to have that money For whatever reason, I don't know why But he wanted me not to have that money The In all of his glory He wanted me not to have that money But as far That's what I know in my brain Now that I'm able to calm down and think Right? The moment has passed and I'm thinking. So I know in my brain that the Baron Shalom didn't want me to have that money. But in my heart, ma'am hargeshim. <clears throat> but what, what, what in my heart? Acha hargeshim shalayim ma'am What did the hargeshim of the heart feel? And he's sitting here thinking, I can't believe that the guy did that to me. I can't believe he did. I and mean, he went ahead. He, you know, we were schmoozing at lunch about a certain thing, a certain pl- property, a place. We were schmoozing about just dumb. and then he went ahead and made a phone call. And and it was my it was my uh, you know, it was my idea, and he went ahead and made a phone call. And now and now he has a deal that he's working on with This guy, when we were just schmoozing about it at lunch, and I thought we we're good friends and we were just talking, in the velt. We It was my thought, and how come he went ahead and made a phone call? And then you hear that the guy made on that on that deal, he made a couple of thousand dollars. <clears throat> so even though you say is saying it, my Yisrael tells me that the Baryon Shalom didn't want me to have that money but my Hargashim is telling me that, I keep, that my friend is no longer a friend and my Hargashim is telling me that he was the one that was mafzed at the moment and that it's because of him and if not for him I would have that deal now again you could still if a guy did something wrong but I'm he still needs to do the truth, right? If, he, if it wasn't nice what he did okay. and you have the right to tell him to tell them that I thought that what you did was not nice. Ben Allah Haver? Yeah. Apia Allah, you could tell them such a thing. According to the Rambam, if you don't tell them, it's going to be a problem because then you might come to hate him, right? Because you'll you carry a grudge. So, other other. Maybe you could tell them. You should know that Ben Allah Havero, that what you did, when we were talking the other day, we were eating lunch and I was talking about a property, and then you went ahead and you made a call, you should know that it wasn't Ben Allah it wasn't the right thing. You could tell him But now, the Mitziah says, I don't have. I don't have that $5,000. Well, that's the mitzvah. I don't have that $5,000. So your brain tells you that that's the Baruch Shalom. Didn't want me to have the $5,000. But your geishem, your emotions are raging. For you dully is our Baruch Shalom. Now, in my sechla, I know it's Hashem that I'm not that I don't have the $5,000. But for chiechas and the chiechas all the Shalom, so I should get angry at the Baruch if he didn't want me to have the $5,000. He knows why I shouldn't have it. So should I get angry? At him? That's ridiculous. He knows very well what he's doing. That guy might not know what, but Hashem knows what he's doing. And the verse, I 100% only wants to do what's good for me, so that $5,000 was not good for me. And he knows what he's doing. <coughs> the problem is that even though my Seychelles knows that, but the dullness of the heart, it's a horror the Timtum him life is causing me not to, is causing me to feel that that's not the rational that I don't feel that it's Hashem I think but I don't feel. You see what happens is so when you're just sitting in the room and the kid breaks the vase so that you're all hergation it's not the cycle's not working so you're just emotion so the emotion what do you do right now you have time to think about it. So you quiet down a little bit and you're thinking the seichel. Seichel I shouldn't have yelled at the kid. I shouldn't have yelled at the kid. I shouldn't have gone out of my calum. I should have spoke to him about it. I have to be more careful, of course. But I shouldn't have gotten out of control. Why did I get out of control? Because the thing cost a few hundred dollars. But my seichel says that there's a barren shalom. That means that at that happens moment, that loss of money was from the Burn shalom. So then how come I yelled at my kid? The terrorist is that the seichel doesn't do it that you are calm a little bit later in the seichel that you try to you try to have that seichel work on your emotions it doesn't do it because B'Sha'as Ma'ise it's just the emotions of it, you know. it's just the emotions so the, the, the key is how do we bring the Rebbein shalom into our emotions the Rebbein shalom is with me and I believe in the and I feel it in such a way that even B'Sha'as I don't have a second of anger because if I would really feel that not just know it but feel it I wouldn't have the, I wouldn't have the slightest anger I wouldn't have the slightest anger so, so someone's going to say but aren't you worried about your children's beha- your child's behavior worried about the child's behavior because he knocked something over no you don't get angry if some other some some other kid knocks over your friend's vase then you tell your friend you yeah, know he's only a child take it easy how come you had uh, Geshem? And more than that, how come you in seichel you're not worried about that kid's upbringing? How come you don't tell that father you should beat your kid up? You're not telling your father. You don't tell you. You don't tell that person why because you know that has nothing to do with his chinuch. Are you worried about his chinuch? If you worry about his chinuch, you talk to him in a nice way, and and after maybe three, four, five times of, of doing something when he's running a little bit too fast in the house, whatever, so you tell you tell him that an eight to tell you that it's not good to him like that. So why did you get upset? not because of chinuch, that's belonging chinuch. 99% of the things you do with your kid has nothing to do with chinuch, it has to do with you getting upset or you're being happy, but not chinuch chinuch is chinuch of what's best for the kid it has nothing to do with you, what's best for the kid so that you can't, you can't fake that you can't fake that you see, you can give this speech, Shabbos Miris, about how the soldier that was killed was Ashkar herpetis. And the kids sit around and look at you and the father's saying that you know that every every bullet comes from Hashem Nabuch and if that soldier was killed you know the mother should have his chaskas because because the Bani fears the veil. Think give all those kind of fancy speeches. But Bishat's Maiseh if they call you up and they tell you that it was your son God forbid that was shot you can't fake that. You can't fake that. Just like the story that I told you last year where, where, where the Rav Shalom showed you wrong for the, where the in Shiretsev, was, there was a kid in the neighborhood that that got hurt. A little a little boy got hurt, and, and Shulim, there was nobody there, no adult. And in picked up the kid and started to run to go to the main street to get a, to get an ambulance. Rebshalom was running with the kid, and there was w- an old woman from the from the neighborhood that was watching from the woman that said, Upsholom, Absolom, Diggin, Shalom, Zyngut Reb Rebsholom. Reb Don't worry, Reb Absolom, it's gonna be okay. And Reb Shalom just was running. And she looked and she saw it was her anekle. <laughs> she said it was her grandson. She goes, Oh, give out, you're out. So, said, that's the nice. Thing. When it was my anical, when she thought it was my grandson, Zion Gut Rebsholom. Then it's gonna be okay, Rebsholom, Daiganis, Rebsholom, then there's your barn shalom, then there's ghost repsolom. But when it's her age, when it's her uncle, when it's her grandson Give out, give out, give out You can't fake that You can't fake that Just like the nice that I told many times also in Shul It's like Amkas is too Is that When the Tzermach was a little boy When the Tzermach Tzedek in was a little boy so he he went in And he sat on the on, the, on his grandfather's lap So he had a very close of a grandfather And the Balthani was his grandfather So some sat sat on the grandfather's lap So So he he touched He was holding, he was playing with with, with the Balthani's beard And he said He was a little, little boy And he said, Zaydi So the Balthani said, no, it doesn't That's not Zaydi, it's Zaydi's beard So then so then the, he, he is playing and he touched the, and he said Zayde. So and he says that's not Zayde. It's Zayde's chest. And this happened a few more times. He says Zayde. So he says that's not Zayde. Zayde's here. Zayde. You know, it's hard to have a grandfather like that. <laughs> so so then so then what? But he was very smart. the time like he was a little boy. So he went. So then the, the, the time he was constantly learning and then he got off the lap, the little boy, and he walked over The Thomas said like walked out the door, and he went to the door. And he made believe that his finger was court in the door, and he went, "Oh, oh, are you Zaydi, So then the Tani says, "What's this? What's mantle of what's this?" So then, then the someone says, "He Does <laughs> That's Zaydi. The Tani says, yeah, That's the That's Zayde. You hear the mice? That's Zaid. The Tani was sitting and learning. The Tani is sitting alone. He said, "That's not that Zayde's beard, but the love for a grandchild and the fear that something happened. that's Zaydi. Zaid?" That's that's Nakuda that's the, that's the point of Zayda, who he is. The beard, you're still Zayd, right? This, but, but Mandel, Mandel, what happened to you, Mandel? So then the child said, that's, Zayde. that's my grandfather. Yeah, that is. That's the Ahav and Nakuda You can't hide those things. So if you give the kid all the dresses in the world, about Bashkarah had but then when he knocks something over, and all of a sudden, you know, you're ready to kill him. So then the kid says, whatever happened to the big Hashgachah protest speech? Shabbos, Pashas, you know, Ekev, about how the version fears the felt whatever happened to that? So now, because you lost a hundred dollars, there's no vernis anymore. <coughs> what do you tell Do it again? Well, how do you tell him to stop? No. No, you have to teach him, how, you, you still have to teach him how to behave. Upset. Sure, without getting upset. You have to teach him, because, why? Because that's Chilich! Chenech means that the child has to know how to behave, so you but you're getting angry, how's that that's, that's just right, that's you dealing with you're upset about the hundred dollars right, we big tzaddik and the big tzaddik is crying crying and crying because of some mother in HSL that he doesn't even know who lost the child in Lebanon and the tzaddik's sitting there crying, but when you knock over his, his uh, hundred dollar tzaddik, the tzaddik is not the kilos are going my is the other way around. So when we hear when we hear about the child that dies in Lebanon, so we go, Nebuchadnezzar nebuch. right? But if the vase if the vase breaks, pff, then you can't fake that. You can't fake that. It either is or it isn't. So the only way that's why he says you can't. Your avodah can't be to wait for those things in life that happen. Now I'm going to work on not getting angry. And if you think about it, all the things that we ever heard about not getting angry, they're always talking about like when something bad happens, don't get angry. And how do you work on that? What he's saying is that's not how you work on it at all. That'll happen eventually, you'll get to that point, but that's not, what, that's not how you work on it. How do you work on it? Every minute, simple things, every day. And his bernunus, this, this, this. Hashgachah brought this to have a relationship with the right to live with the bernunus every day of your life. Then cost is not right anymore. You see, all of these patch up jobs, like that's why I always talk to you about like when it comes to these big anti Lushnar campaigns. They start, you know, giving out cards and putting on their phones and, and then uh Chavzheim a Day and they put out all these bichalich and all these <clears throat> whatever they have out, CDs and movies and tapes. Anti Lushnah, anti Lush anti Lushina. It's all very nice, thing. Mean, all the people are tariq and they mean well. But it, to me it seems like such uh, I mean you know, it should be on a tape, such baloney. I tell you, they mean well, but to me it's the biggest belonging in the world. If somebody was making a lot of money, I would say it's a racket. But I don't know who's nobody's making money off But if they were, maybe somebody is. I mean, but I hope not. But if somebody were making money, I'd say, what a racket. Don't sell this Lash Harvest why? They'd say, you're saying why, people shouldn't have the Chalasheim and say, Chalasheim, <laughs> I'm saying people shouldn't want to miss the Lush. You're saying they shouldn't have the Chalasheim's picture? No, <laughs> why not? to have pictures of So what are you saying? I'm saying that's not how you work on Lush Harvest to have it pasted up on your phone, and you're standing there with the yanta on the phone, and the yente has something to say to you, and then you the chavos time you're waiting for his eyes to look <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you work on on not being a balash and Or the little the calendar or whatever. All those things, it's all b- baloney. It's all it's all n- the, the, they like treating adults like children. To me, that's what it seems. Honestly, I mean, I, I always smile and I go along with it, and I tell good. The, the, the kids come back with all these projects. It's all baba Mises You know why it's baba Because it's not avoda. You know what avoid is? void is how do you love Jews? And how do you and how do you done people kafskus. So you shouldn't every single time that you that you want that you're talking, you want to say something weird about the guy next door. Or you want to talk about the other people. You have weird things to say about Jews. There's not a hard is so loving another Jew, loving every Jew is a void. That's not a calendar. That that when you that someone says, Oh, you wouldn't believe it happened to Pliny of Plainy. So then you have like this and you have to take out your. You know, remember What was the lesson Lesson number 15 In the Shemir So Russian calendar was No, that wasn't for this <laughs> <laughs> It never is Because when you have a the Sahara Then those things don't work They don't work So they start putting All these things in newspapers Big old full page All simple Narishkeit Good Good holy Narishkeit You know, I don't mean to say That they're not They're wonderful people And they mean well But that's not going to Change the world Because you can't Change yourself like that How do you change yourself? Avoid Binion Binion and what's binion? It means to work on harvest yourself, To work on seeing good in other people So the shah's You're down the personal craft source. But if you're an angry, nasty, miserable person That looks down at everybody That you got your harvest time calendar It's not going to work It'll work for a week or two You know, because something bad happened Got to be in the family So they told you You have to make a Shemir's Lashem project So I'm going to make a Shemir's Lashem project So for a week or two it'll work But it's not a binion That's not how you change yourself the only way to change yourself is with a binion And a binion is what? One brick at a time Of course to learn Shemir Otherwise you don't know what Allah's is You have to learn this svar, Of course And you have to worry yourself for the Qabas Haim's picture It's a Iris. remember I was telling you last day But a, His iris. But a binion? A binion is an a havis To love other Jews To understand well, what's a Yiddish in the Shama what does he mean in Yiddish? Everybody says the holy, holy, the Nisham. What's the Nisham? If you don't know what the Nisham is, so then it's the there are Jews that are doing all kinds of things you don't like. On the surface, there are a lot of things that people do that you don't like. So how's the only way that you can love a Jew despite those things if you understand what a Jew is? The Sadiqan can deal with those things, those, those faults and those shortcomings. You know why? Because he understands how precious a Jew is. How precious is a Jew? You can only know that if you know what a Jew really is. But if you don't know what a Jew really is, then how could you how could you overlook all of the things? then you say why I have a friend he's a guy he's nicer than this he's better than this guy right? like many people say what <clears throat> tell me the Jews are so holy I don't know I don't feel that when I'm uh, you know I see the guy had much nicer manners and he was more eloquent in business and I see the Jews uh, so then you understand that from there of course flows because you don't even know what a Jew is what is a Yid what's a Yid you know what a Yid is we don't have a sub of what a Yid is so how does a person really build up a resistance to Lashon hara? It's by learning this sugid that's called a yid. What's a yid? And how to love? What does it mean how this is so what does it mean? How do you love the Jew? What does it mean? Do you have to understand what a Jew is? That's why all of these superficial things that you don't know what a Jew is. They never tell the kids in school what a Jew is. No one ever told us what's oh, a difference between a Jew and a guy. We don't know what it is. They just say Jews are better, but they don't know we know what it is. We don't know what it means, a yid. What's Natashukh the Shahaihid, what's a yid? We don't know what it means. We don't know what it means. <clears throat> so then they give him projects not to speak lashon hara. Don't speak lashon. Don't speak thinking, Why should I speak lashon? This guy likes. I say like this I don't like. So it's a big enough hits on a regular day. I'm not going to say lashon but if it's something juicy, I'll talk lashon Why? Because then there's a time emotionally, I want to say something bad about the guy. So then the Swiss lashon calendar doesn't work. Or the t-shirts or whatever they give shemesh lashon glasses, you know, whatever. This is all babies. it's all for babies. And and, I, and and it hurts me that adults are treated like children. And adult has to khinuch, khinuch means from alef. and it means a binyan. It means living living with this of what a Yid is what is it what's a Jew then instead we all wait for these also same thing these stories about some unbelievable how Jews are so amazing like right now I just like everybody's coming together and even the you know the from the shy and everybody's making packages for each other and helping each other and everybody says oh my heart feels so much a harvest is so that's not so hard. That's why the mitzvah is given vahap leriacha kameicha. It doesn't say vahap the yisrael kameicha. It says vahap leriacha because you can love every Jew in the world except your wife and your kids. You know. That's why it says vahap leriacha kameicha. The one, you, the ones you're closest to. You're the nicest guy with every other Jew because then, and then you give speeches about ahavas yisrael. But if you're, but when it comes to your kid and your wife, right? And your mother and father, your in-laws and so on. Da vahap leriacha kameicha. What happened to ahavas yisrael, Daddy? The bigger harvest is sold. he doesn't go to your brother-in-law. The harvest is sold doesn't go for this, for that. It doesn't go for your boss, Doesn't go for you. A harvest is for who? A harvest is because we have some cure project we're working to the Makara of Jews. Some place we have to Makara of the Jews that are not from, That's a harvest is That's also nice You understand? That's not a harvest is so. A harvest is so The biggest harvest is sold. The The means the one you're closest to. That's the harvest is so Let's see how you love, let's see how you love your brother, your sister, your, your parents, your grandparents, your friends. The ones that, that the rational put you together with. Those are, your, those are the Nesioins. Because then there's a hisnagis. There's no hisnagis to me, to me loving all my Jewish brothers and sisters, you know, out there in the world. And, you know, writing out a check for some Luke Kirov organization. There's no hisnagis to that. But there's a big Hesnagas if, if your brother-in-law gets ahead of you a little bit. And who made him the rich What happened to your harvest? it's only for Jews that are religious. You love Jews. What about Jews who are religious? No, I love religious Jews too. What about relatives who are religious? <laughs> uh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> but you see how we get how we begin to eliminate uh, mitzvahs and avodas as you get to more touchy situations, because there was never an avodah. It's not a binyan. A binyan, a binyan in the ista of means what is a and that's across the board. Who's a Jew? What does it mean to be a Jew? That's why, unless we do this, then when it comes down to it, oh, you have certain people that are just very, very, very nice people, the devil. They're very nice. So with them, all the Schmitz-Haloshan projects are successful. Because there's some things they didn't know, and now they know them, and they're just so unbelievably nice that you just clinched it with some information that they never had until now. But let's face it, for the average person, that doesn't work. The average person gets angry. So he doesn't speak in a lashna until there's something that touches his emotions And then he'll say, lashna and, he and then he has a feeling he gets angry, I don't understand I was working at Shemitah for 86 months and, ah, It's all baloney, Shemitah and I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it What do you mean you can't do it? You never tried. He so says, I never tried, I'm on the program for 6 months You never tried. The same when it comes to dieting, you no? Know? It's the same thing, you can use dieting as a muscle guy's dieting for six months, and then it's a half-carious, you know, when he gets himself, he's stuffing himself, and he's, ah, the whole thing's done. My whole diet was six months, I had nothing, nothing. She said, you're right, you never once diet, you would never once on a diet. She said, what do you mean I wasn't on a diet? And he takes out his book and he shows you, I had, you know, what it t- exactly, and I lived this way, six months, what I could have at nine o'clock, what I could have at 12 o'clock, whatever, I kept it a diet a hundred percent. She's saying, they nevel, you never, ever kept your diet. You're saying, yeah, not, he says, it's not true. Six months, I lived according to this. No. You know what What does it mean, why he never was on his diet? Because you never, ever, ever got to the cherish of why is it that it's important to be healthy. And you never, ever got to the cherish of caring for yourself and your family deeply enough to want to preserve your health that you shouldn't God forbid to die of a heart attack when you're 45. So then what do you do? You take all these artificial programs. Also, calendars and programs and nutritionists and doctors like the people who build this to and they hear a and they have a whole serious and they go back and they do the same with Why? Because there's no binyun. This diet, what's the diet? The diet is. Somebody gave you, you had a whole serious, The doctor told you, you better go on a diet, you're going to die. So then he sends you to nutrition, a nutritionist, gives you a whole book and a whole schedule and you go on the diet and you do everything six months and then six months later you're off and you get fatter than before. How could it be how you talk What happened to my diet of six months? The you would never ever really be this. You never really were working on the inion. You were just you had a virus, and because you had a and someone scared you, you you know you you you, you filed a the calendar for six months. That was never the the panemius. You never built yourself in to understand how damaging it is to eat that way, the way that you're eating. You never, because if we would really, really be be such people, we would never have to diet at all. You would just eat normally. Oh, there's some people that have never with their maybe metabolism is a problem, but otherwise we would just. Eat normal, and and they wouldn't be making billions of dollars on potato chips and onion rings and stuff, because no one would buy it. Why? Because the person's a Seichel A Seichel knows it. These things are not good for you. Well, so then you wait for someone to tell you, listen, buddy, if you have another onion ring, you're gonna drop dead. That. Oh, that's a serious right? So now the guy stays away from the onion ring six months, and then they bring out not the regular kind, that of, like you know that you get in their frozen package, but they bring out like one like super duper. Big onion ring, <laughs> you know. And the guy looks at this, and, and he doesn't remember. He said, "What about second, Doctor? Doctor? What? A, what a, you remember? You went to Doctor Schwartz. Who? Doctor Schwartz? There's no Doctor Schwartz. I don't know what you're talking about. There's only an onion ring, right? <laughs> it's finished. Because there's no binion. You know, there was only his iris. You understand? It was just his iris. Just you got scared. So you get scared. So that's when it comes to physical things, the diet. And when it comes to Ruchmir, you go to some speech and some rabbi gives a talk, or you see some say whoo, you get scared, there's you go through a Kippur, big A binion. How do you make a binyon? A binyon? When it comes to Shemir, so this so? What does it mean, have this? It means you have to first know what is it that you love about Jews. So I love about Jews Because 'cause they're the nicest people in the world. I know going to the nicer than Jews. That's not why you love another Jew, because he's nicer. And if we would stop people on the Shemir Zaloshim campaign who are handing out leaflets and say, why shouldn't I... what is it? Just 36 laven... No, I want you to tell me, why inside of me, what's going to prevent me? I understand it says that in the Hagdama, but I read the Hagdama but what's going to prevent me from doing it? They have no answers to that The you have to love other Jews You have to know what a Jew is Because if your way of loving a Jew is because he's nice or Jews, they're chosen or something like what does that do for me if this guy did something that's not nice? Why wouldn't I speak hara about him? Because I love him? I don't love him, I hate him How could you hate him? He's a yid I don't know, whatever you call him I hate him He's a yid, he's not a yid I hate him So all these projects are all just dealing with symptoms and not with the illness and not with these shayr chadogam That's why you have to understand what he's saying he's a Big, big, that's why I wanted to talk about this more It's such a big yesai You can't work on kaas Just when you get the ka, uh, an angry uh, 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 situation The only way to work on kaas Is by working on belief and hashgachar pratis and, and how do you work on that? Now, you can't start off with big things You have to work on hashgachar pratis Living with the baron shalom every minute of your life And if you develop that and you live with him The same thing when it comes to harbison, So You live with that when you see it that's not doing something right, and you can look at him and be down the shkus. That's not really who he is. That's not he really. That's not who he is. So why did he do such a thing? Because of this, or this, or this. That it's not. It's not the who he is. You can't just wait till he gets to that meisah, unless without being a person who who was building himself up inside. You can't wait to get to that meisah. There has to be a binyan. That's what he says. Humams at the bottom of the page? That so we don't feel that it's the Baruch Shalom. He continues and he thinks. I know that it was the Baruch Shalom. I know it was the Baruch Shalom who broke that thing, who caused me to lose the money. I know it. But I know, even though I know that Hashem bro- broke that thing, me, but I feel that, that that guy broke the thing. I know Hashem broke it, but I feel that somebody else broke it. It's like one of the kids. That's why I'm angry. Now that he's calmed down, he's able to realize, and he thinks, I shouldn't have gotten angry. This is the British one. You have to be careful. All the, this, this is exactly what they're teaching All the kids in school is wrong So what happens now You make a Kabbalah I'm never going to get angry again If something breaks I'm never going to get angry again. My kid breaks something Because uh, you, feel, you feel very bad Now that you have a little say huh? I am never have a Kabbalah I'm <coughs> never going to do that again Kabbalah He says All these Kabbalahs are self-delusions Self-delusions you want to have a Kabbalah after you lost your temper? Make a Kabbalah you can learn to In other words, have a Kabbalah what? That you're going to work on believing Hashgachah Protest every minute and, you're to, and that's going to be your project Not the next time that you could break something You're not going to get You will How won't you? If you work for a year, for two, for three years On a muna and Hashgachah Protest the then we will come up again When somebody breaks something in the house, then meet the and you'll see that the because you're not going to feel angry the way that you used to. When you start working on this, you're going to at the beginning even you're going to stop feeling his anger a little bit and slowly and slowly until you don't have to feel any anger at all. Allah. I don't think that it's going to change all of a sudden Don't think that it's going to change all of a sudden In, in, in a week it's not, going to, it's not going to change in a week okay. You have to be honest First you have to say After you lose your temper And you said stuff and you did stuff Now you're quiet You have to sit down and think You have to acknowledge and admit This anger that I have Where does it come from? So you say, it comes because I have a lousy kid. No. The anger that I have comes from my lack of emunah. <laughs> <laughs> at least being honest, and knowing where does the emotion, where does the feeling come from, <laughs> there's already terrific progress. in Compared to what happened yesterday, you're already making a lot of progress. If at least you're able to stop and to say, the reason that I got angry was because I am lacking in my emuna in Hashem as well. My has got well. That's the beginning of your Now, we'll continue to relate but we'll continue to Hashem. So see, this emunah so make a sermon uh, as we have, this, this emunah you'll see living this way is the shurish of all the all of our values come from lacking in this indian. That's why we're working now on the side of everything. And then, when it comes to mitzvahs and Aveiras, it'll be much easier once you get to the bottom of things. Okay.